You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to another Honest AF show with me, Daniela Clark, and the lovely Barbara Ann Wild. Today, we're doing something a little different. Both Barbara Ann and I are guests on Bacon is My Podcast, and Bacon is My Podcast are guests on Honest AF. So you get two for the price of one today. Enjoy. Oh my God. So this weekend, what I don't know what you guys have been up to, but I went to a motorcycle festival yesterday called Born Free. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, sweet. Yeah, I yeah, have heard yeah. Of that. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So my husband's a biker as well as a guitar player. So yesterday they had like a big biker fest down in Orange County and I drove out there and met up with him and the boys and we got to walk around and check out all these bikes. They always do like, there's always like a bike show and a bunch of bike builders show all their show off all their bikes and they have like right. a kind of like a contest. And usually there's like a lot of bands playing. Yesterday they didn't really have a lot of bands. I don't know if it was because of COVID or whatever, but oh my God, it was so hot there. It was like a hundred degrees. We're all walking. Where was around, it, Daniela? Totally sweating. It's in Orange County. Oh. It, um, it's at some like big kind of open field in Orange County. They used to have where you could camp out because it's a two-day event and starts Friday night, goes on till today, till the end wow. of today. So we went once and we all camped out and stayed for the whole weekend. It was a blast. But I think because of COVID, they don't they haven't been doing that. Yeah. So we just rode down and just hung out, walked around, checked out all the bikes. Gilby's like, it's the funniest thing because when you go with him, it's kind of a nightmare because you can't they have like all these like cool booths with like vintage clothes or vintage helmets, leather jackets, t-shirts. There's tons of cool booths. There's food, there's drinks. You know, there's a lot of things to do and see there, but you can't even walk. It's like going to Nam with the guys. You oh, can't yeah. walk one step without them getting stopped. He's like the freaking mayor there. <laughs> <laughs> was he playing It's like as Sturgis. Well? No, he wasn't playing. He was just walking just around. Yeah, but everybody knows him in that community, right. so he gets stopped a lot. And he and Gilby's like the friendliest guy on earth, and he just talks to everybody. So you're just kind of standing there going, hmm, okay, they're talking about biker parts. Let me think about some <laughs> shoes and makeup. And <laughs> You should text me, and we could talk about the latest facial mask that's happening or something. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, I'm like standing there the whole time. So eventually I just kind of go, okay, you know what? I'm just going to walk off and go see a couple booths. And then he catches up to me and he's like, where'd you go? I was looking for you. I'm like, well, you're standing there talking to everybody. <laughs> so, um, but it was cool. There was a lot of really, really cool bikes and um, it's, it's gotten really big. Like, you know, it started out as a small festival and now it's just grew and grew and grew and it's huge. There were so many bikes there. It was crazy. Do you guys so ride? Uh, I, I, I have, I don't currently, and, uh, I will again when I don't live in New York Oh yeah. <laughs> I can, and I cannot have winter. 
Yeah. 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 But it was funny because like the night before, every Friday night, or not every Friday night, but we try on Friday nights to kind of go to, um, there's this place where we live. Um, it's like an old burger place called Bob's Big Boy. I don't know if you guys know it. I've, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But every on Friday nights, they have a classic car and bike night. So we try to go to that and kind of hang out and check out all the bikes and the cars and stuff. And, you know, it's really fun. We just walk around. We get to know a lot of the folks out there, too. Um, but Friday night, Gilby was like, well, I'm going to ride my panhead to the Born Free show. So I want to take it out tonight first. And so we rode it out to Bob's and he kept breaking down. Oh, <laughs> no. It's the kept- worst. He kept breaking down, and so he would like pull over the side of the road, fix it. Then we just he just went home and worked on it and got it ready for born free. So, <laughs> and he's getting ready to go back out there today. But I told him I can't go because, well, I'm doing bacon is my podcast. So there you right. go. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys ride? Yeah, well, I, on the back, just on the back. Okay. I don't. My husband has a fake biker band and he's all about <laughs> motorcycles, but he won't get on one. So I don't, but I'm going to have so to, funny. I'm going to have to, uh, ride on uh, one of Gilby's one day because I'm, I'm constantly, Zach has been given tons of choppers and really cool builds have been made for him, but he's just like, oh, I'm going to spill. He once we live on 10 acres and we've got like okay. a dirt road and Ozzy bought our oldest son a dirt bike for his like 12th or 13th birthday and Zach got on it. Granted, Zach was uh, drinking at, in those days and he got on the dirt bike and spilled in about three seconds. And he's <laughs> like, I can't do that because what about my hands? So uh, he does not ride. So I don't really get a chance to, but I love, I love the whole culture and I love, I love Absolutely. bikes and, you know, I, I, I have dreams about us like taking a bike up, you know, nice leisurely ride up to Santa Barbara and having like an incredible lunch. And I have those dreams too, Barb. I want to take rides with you. And <laughs> we'll just have to go in the car. See, yeah. here's, what, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you drive he, Zach, Zach in a sidecar. Yeah. Zach, Zach would right? sidecar. That's hysterical. Not, not bitch, sidecar. You know, he's back. <laughs> And and you're more stable your that way. He doesn't have to worry as much about his hands. I I think Zach in a sidecar is money. I think that visual and your Robin would be awesome. <laughs> the I visual mean, is killing. Ah, the visual. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's so oh, funny. So funny. With it's a, so with funny his, that... with his kilt on. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, so oh my God, you- somebody, speaking of like the kilt blowing in the wind, somebody <laughs> sent a photo the other day, a photographer literally got right underneath him and took a photo of him oh. on stage in his kilt. And I was like, Zach, that is so not ladylike. He's like, you know what's crazy? I look like 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 a Ken doll. Like I have nothing there because he, you know, ropes everything up in these little tiny uh, underwear. And right. I laughed so hard. I'm like, well, you know what? You're going to have to... Uh, you're gonna have to make some some ladies happy and and maybe a few dudes and uh, yeah, you know start you start start going commando in the, under that go kilt. Commando in the, I, I, I wore <laughs> yeah. a kilt on stage. I wore a dress on stage once and a kilt on stage once. And and with the dress, awesome. with the dress, I did wear underwear and I immediately regretted it. And with the kilt, I wore none, and I was like, "This is this is the best show ever." Yes, very yeah, freeing, right? Amazing. Yeah, I did a skirt dressed <laughs> as a cheerleader, uh, where I did a show dressed as a cheerleader in a skirt, 
and yeah, yeah. It, legit, it was like the most freeing experience. I'm like, oh man, this. Yeah, this you is had awesome. a short skirt that was good. I had a long. I was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, so I had a long dress. <laughs> so I really could have gone commando under that because I was, I had ruby slippers on. I was given high kicks and yeah, <laughs> it would have been great. Isn't yeah, that would have been. Isn't the rule that you're supposed to go commando under a kilt? Yes. I, yeah. I believe is it, it is. And that's why I did. Cause I was like, well, I don't want to offend anybody. When in Rome. Heritage, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to mess yeah. with anything. So, right. so I, I got to do it. it. It was so funny too, Daniela, when you brought up about like you talking to people, like Gilby getting pulled aside and talking to people and stuff like that. So like my wife, Jen, she always talks about that, like at shows. So it'll be a night of a show. And before we go, she's like, all right. So are you going to, try and hang out a little bit or is this going to be one of those things where you're, you're the mayor and you're talking yeah. to literally everybody and I was like I'm going to try I'm going to try and 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 the other thing that she hates is leaving she hates leaving she's like don't yeah because she she goes she goes okay we're ready to go okay I'll wait in the car I'll see you yeah. in a half hour oh that I'm sounds like, like no, me no come on yeah. it's I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say my Irish goodbyes, and then that's it. And then, yeah. you know, 45 minutes later, is that what it is? Is it the Irish thing? Because Zach is the worst. Oh, oh no, my god! Irish, Irish goodbyes is just like looking at the back of the room and going, and then leaving. Right. Oh well, I do that. I, that's yeah. me. See you guys later. Nothing. Yeah. You just peace out. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I, just, I have. Yeah, you have to thank the the venue owner. You gotta have, thank the bouncer. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All the so bands that you, you played with and shit. So, are you guys both married? Uh, I'm not. He is. I am. Okay, so check this out. <laughs> uh, so it is mine and Gilby's. We're coming up next month on our 30 year wedding anniversary. And wow! wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah, we've both been together with our husbands for you know 155 years. We well, don't marry. You're behind you. Yeah. We'll be 30 in in 2022. A yeah. combined sixty years. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I did. So, I just had my ten year. Oh, you did! Oh, congratulations! Yeah. That's a big one too. Yeah. yeah. I've I've been with my girl for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your problem there? Yeah. Why haven't you yeah. put a on it? What's you know what? On? Honestly, ne neither of us are real big fans of like marriage and weddings and stuff. Oh, so you guys we, are modern. We're we're. I'm both not a big like, fan of weddings. I'm, I'm not yeah, a big we, fan of weddings. We've talked about it and we were like, you know, when we get to a point where we're going to like buy something and it's going to help us on taxes or anything like that, then we'll just do it. But until then, like there's this, I don't, there's this romanticized idea about like, Hey, every day I pick you, you know, like yeah. every single day I get to choose. And, and we both really kind of dig that. Um, oh, so wait. So if you're married, you're not really there by <laughs> choice. <laughs> Well, you're, not always. Not always. You're you're there under duress. <laughs> I, I know quite a few people that, that are married that are there because it's, it's easier than getting out of it. That's uh -oh. so funny. Zach always says to me that you didn't read that in the marriage contract. That's in the contract. That's right, his right. like lying to me all the time. You gotta rub my shoulders. It was in the contract. You just you know, yeah. you 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 initialed it. You overlooked That's funny. See? I, I've heard that that's a, that's actually in the living together contract. I like, oh, that doesn't even okay. have anything to do because I yeah. Uh, uh you just live together. You get none <laughs> right. of those benefits. No, you uh. have no contract. Remember, no contract. Right. <laughs> She's so I don't a have to free agent. So I don't have to rub her feet. No, nope. I, I did. Oh whoa 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 whoa! Well, you need time. to rub her feet. <laughs> she doesn't need to rub your shoulders. 
Oh yeah, yeah that's fine. I, you know what? I, I went, I like, I did massage school, so I'm the rubber. Right. Get out. I'm the rubber. Nice. So. Oh, I need to send Zach to massage therapy school. He, he's never given me the massages. He's given me pressure points and I hate him <laughs> for it, but it works, but it works. Wait, it so does hurt guys, though. So uh, I have a yeah. question. Yes. So we're trying to figure out what we should do on our anniversary. Like what, like what we could do that would be really fun. What is like your guys's idea? I, I want to hear a man's perspective of what your idea would be of like a, a really romantic getaway with your lady or your dude, whatever. Um, well, whatever floats your boat. So my, <laughs> my, my lady is different than a lot of ladies that, that I know. She is, um, she is a singer and guitar player in a punk rock band. She is, uh, she, she tours all over the country as well. So it's very similar to like your guys situation. Like, yeah, she's all over the place. Um, but, She's not really into um, what would be, I guess, typically lady-like things, which I don't really know what those are, <laughs> to be honest. Right. <laughs> the things that we love to do together okay. are like if we were going to throw a party, like she would okay. be like, let's do an anniversary party, but let's make everybody cosplay as Avengers. And it would be like, yeah, let's do That's that. Cool. And let's bring everybody in. And it would have to be a situation like that. And whether it sounds that, like your original wedding, Daniela. You had a theme going on. I was just thinking that. that was Did Gilby you really? I, yeah, Gilby and I got married too. We decided because I'm Jewish and he's Italian that we would have a... A mafia themed wedding. So we got oh, married. That's awesome. to, we did a whole Godfather thing and everyone so cool. dressed up. And uh, yeah, it was hilarious. And that's maybe cool. you should reenact that, Daniela. We should say, have you renew your vows. Renew your and, vows. You could do yeah. Godfather 3. <laughs> that would be perfect. There you go. That would be perfect. Oh my God. That would be perfect. For, for me, like, uh, I, I just celebrated 10 years and, you know, we just, went somewhere else to somewhere that was sun and they'll, if you put a flag, yeah. uh, there's chairs and you put a flag up and somebody will go, what, what do you need? It's like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's my kind I'm of in. vacation. Yeah. Um, awesome. yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, so it's really like you wake up, you go to the pool. Yes. You have something to drink, you have lunch, mm -hmm. you go back to the hotel room, you do stuff. Yeah. And then, <laughs> You take a nap. You like iron and fold yes, things. Yes, iron and fold things. Uh, <laughs> then you take a nap, which is very important when you're on vacation. Napping is the best. And then, yeah, then you go out at night on the beach. Yeah. Eat on the yeah. beach. Yeah. I like that. Beach I like that too. Thing. My, my, girl, my girlfriend's extremely like nautical. She, she loves um, anything around the ocean. She's absolutely in love with and it all stems from her love of Jaws. Yes. So, oh God, uh, Zach's obsessed with Jaws. Is he, I know all the trivia that Jaws ever had. You know that there is a there tattoo. is an Instagram. There is an Instagram for all Jaws things. Yes, um, I do. <laughs> I do uh, yeah, Zach shows it to me on a daily basis. Yep. Of course he does. <laughs> she's on it too. She's on it too. Well, there's some good ideas there. I mean, we're trying to figure it out. We've been talking about. I've been wanting to go somewhere beachy. Right. Yeah, I think we're going to end up doing a motorcycle trip somewhere. 
So that's what we're thinking. Well, we, we it, always do that. We, every year we take a bike ride. We do like an anniversary bike ride somewhere. We've been to New Mexico. We've been to Arizona. You were we supposed went, to go to Italy on your bikes, but yeah, that didn't changed. happen because of yeah. COVID. Yeah, but we've done wow. like Sedona and a lot of other things. So I think we might do something kind of cool on the bike this year too. I, I was trying That's to awesome. get a beach vacation, but I think it's getting too complicated with everything it's, that's going on. Well, you can, yeah. you can, yeah. you can, you can take a bike to the beach. To the beach. Take a bike to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's our thirtieth, so it needs to be something. Yeah, kind it's got to. You got to do something big. Something um, bad. Yeah. So. So go to Hawaii, ooh. and rent motorcycles while you're there, and ride all over the islands. Every go to the Friday. volcanoes. Yeah, go yeah. to volcanoes. We just went to Hawaii, like right before COVID. <laughs> where did you go? What what part of Hawaii? We went to where the uh, the the place where they filmed Jurassic Park and all that stuff. What's the name of that island now? I don't know is why I'm the, blanking on it. Is it the main island? The, yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. It's uh. It's it's. Is it Waikiki or? No, 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 it's no, no. It's the big island. It's near. Um, of it right now. Kona. Uh, but anyway, there's a place in there called Kalua Ranch, uh-huh. and that's where they film like Jurassic Park and Kong and and a, a lot of a lot of really cool movies. And you could take ATV rides through there and stuff, and boat rides through there. And we did all that. But they do uh, fireworks every Friday. They have this big fireworks display every Friday. So like, you go to Hawaii, you get the beach, you can snorkel. We swam with like with uh, like giant sea turtles and stuff. You oh, that's go- great to this really you can atv through where they filmed jurassic park and you can take the motorcycle and tour the islands we went to like a uh like a chocolate factory where they where they like gave us like a tasting and we went through all this like all okay cool, daniela cool that, that sounds like <laughs> that, that, that sealed the deal right? yeah and we're in you know, it's so funny. Zach and I got married uh, almost 30 years ago. It'll be 30 years next year in Bora Bora. And we had just finished, uh, he had just finished a world tour with Ozzy on No More Tears, which was, you know, a huge record for them. Mm-hmm. And we went alone and they still have one of the movie sets set up from Mutiny on the Bounty, a Marlon Brando movie. And so we had, we were on um, little, they gave you scooters because the island of Bora Bora is only 19 miles in circumference. So you could just like scoot around and, and uh, so we ended up on the set of Mutiny and the Bounty and we had um, some, you know, you know, honeymoon sex on the set of Mutiny on the Bounty. And, (laughs) Of course, I got eaten alive by mosquitoes, so I had to go to the hospital, uh, the one and only hospital on the island, and get shots of Benadryl. But other than that, um, but yeah, my husband's, uh, it, it's just so funny because he loved the, the fact that we were able to be on the movie set. So, um, yeah, so, we, yeah. we uh, it was pretty cool. That's that awesome. Is, that's really cute. So you guys are both in bands, right? Yes, and then- we're both in different bands, and then we also write music together, which is how we started the podcast also, so. Oh, how cool. Yeah. And and so how do you deal with like, because your girlfriend's in a band too. Yes. Um, so how do you guys deal with it? Like if you're both on tour and separate, you know, separate tours, you're not together for a long time. Because mm-hmm. people ask us that all the time. So We're, we'll turn it around to you. <laughs> that that actually happens literally all the time. She's out. Uh-huh. Um, she also, my girlfriend also works for, she's the lighting director for Joan Jett. So she does oh, lights for Oh, Joan my Jett. goodness, Daniela. So, Frankie yeah. will be a... Yeah. So, 
there's my there's my sweet name drop. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but um, so she's besides her band being on tour, when her band's not on tour, she's out on tour with Joan doing all right. that. So right. we're we're away from each other a lot of the time. Uh, honestly, like it's communication. Everything's communication. You know, yeah. like, as long as you're always letting the person know that, like, hey, you know what? I I still know that you're there, <laughs> and I still care yeah. about it. Do you guys have a rule? Like, uh, how long do you stay apart? Like, well, we can't dictate that, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, we're right. neither of us are in the position where we can yeah. actually kind of like control that at all. So we just our our rule is like be super understanding of what I'm doing and I'm super understanding of what you're doing. Yeah. And right. Whatever that is, that is because, you know, like we chose to do this, but we chose to do this after we were already doing all that other stuff. Right. So, yeah. you know, like if something comes up and you got to go, you got to go. You know, yeah. if we get if we got to miss we got to cancel something, we got to cancel it. You know, like that's OK. We'll do it again because we have time. We, we're yeah. always going to. We're always circling back around to each other. We're always going to come back together. So, and then so then, me, how'd that work out with COVID when you're stuck together all the time? <laughs> that was funny because all of a sudden, it, it's it's so we've talked about it too. We were like, we were like, well, this is gonna we're gonna know for sure whether, whether we're like totally. whether we're good together or not because we're apart so much yeah. that the newness is always there. Oh yeah, totally. Like it's always like, oh my god, I haven't seen you in so long. And so yeah. there's that excitement. But um, when we had, when, when it was COVID and we were stuck together, it was, uh, it just worked. I was like, you let me know if I'm annoying the shit out of you. And I will let you know <laughs> if you're annoying me. And, and if so, we agree that like, cause we're also, we're in a basement apartment. It's one room. There's no other place to go. Hi. There's, Yikes. There's, yeah. there's no like, escaping if you're annoyed with somebody Oof. and uh and so we were like hey if i need space i'm gonna let you know and then if you need space you let me know and i'll find something to do and we just we just both kind of did that and we needed space a lot less than we thought we would and uh and it just kind of worked it was cool yeah you know? I, I i actually i talk about it all the time too we we, we talked about it a number of times it's like you know you go out into public and you talk with you know circles of friends or your coworkers or whatever it is. And like, they'll complain about their wife. And it's like, uh -huh. it's like, like you sound miserable. Why? <laughs> like I married my best friend. Yeah. Why and I'm like super that? happy that I'm yeah. like going home. So like, that's well, pretty gotta, cool. You got to watch it because I have listened to the honest AF show I have and they are not fans of the, uh, I'm with my best, best friends is, is yeah, I get it. Right. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a warning sign. For these, <laughs> for these fine ladies. <laughs> okay. God only knows what we were talking about or what happened before or after that show. When we, when we said that sometimes we say things and we're like, did we really say that? I guess we did. Yeah. Well, you can't take well, us out of recording? contact. Well, exactly. I, that's I'm I'm just kidding, just to kind of yeah. like throw it out there. Just just yeah. uh just but you I passed the test. Up. You obviously have listened to our show because you oh, would absolutely. not have known that otherwise. Absolutely yeah. I've listened to you. Well, show. I know other things that I was gonna bring it up too. Like like so Barbara Barbara you were talking about how Zach doesn't just like play or sing for anybody. Right. Way back when, 15 years ago. How did I get with her? Well, I, I sang and I played guitar. And <laughs> Now that we're married and stuff, all she does is she's like, you go on. Can you go in the other room? And, and, and you 
No, it's the opposite. She's like, she's like, why don't you play? Why don't you play music for me? And it's like, I don't know when, because when I want, I, when I want to, like when I'm ready, I will. She's like, well, I just want, I, I want not to on play command. It. Like the kids, it's like I can't just do it. I can't just turn on a switch. That's, have you written any songs like for her? Yes, yes, you actually, yeah. So a I wrote, one. I wrote a song for her. And the first time that, that I was going to be debuting it with my band, two days before I had a tooth pulled. <laughs> and that sounds terrible. It was, it was awful. So, so um, you know, we were trying to get it together. Uh, we had only been rehearsing sounds it for a painful. couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, we like, we, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, we need to, we need to get this down and this and that i showed up at rehearsal and i was on you know i was on painkillers and like they just they poured me into a seat and they put put a guitar on me and they were like this isn't gonna work is it and i was like no we're gonna make this this is gonna happen i just can't sing right now that's all so then that day came uh and the first time i performed it it uh blood was coming out of my mouth because Ooh. the stitches from getting my tooth yeah. pulled holy uh, hell yeah. Daniela and I have awful. recurrent nightmares about teeth work. It's our it's our bane yeah. of our existence. Yeah. Oh man, no. isn't that a um I've I've I read a book a long time ago about like dreams and what they mean and stuff like that. Yeah. Isn't like dreaming about like teeth things somehow like money related or, or it's stress sometimes related? stress. Is yeah, it? sometimes it's about yeah. you know apprehension of something that's gonna come up. It's yeah. definitely um about you know being a little bit nervous about something or yeah. uh yeah. yeah yeah but Danielle and I both have really soft teeth and we have epic sweet tooths soft teeth uh, yeah so <laughs> it's not sound like we're gummy like oh, yeah. no but you know teeth that are are yeah, you know are are yeah. our sugar problem that's is why our husband like us because we have soft teeth. We're soft sweet. Teeth. That's important. <laughs> oh, that's a question for you guys. Yeah. So, brushing your teeth, your wife brushing her teeth before, she, or or you know, live in a lover right, brushes right. their teeth before or after. Is that not a? Is that a thing that uh, you know when 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 she's uh, going to uh, pleasure you? Is that is that a, a a yes or a no? That's one of the questions I need to ask you guys. Before I don't care yeah. at all. It doesn't. Zach is just like no way. That's like mint and burning, and that does not. That's he's not about it. I like a little bit of pain now and then. It's kind of <laughs> like a surprise. It's like a hey, whatever. Let's do it. Let's put a lister mint on your tongue too. Let's see what happens. Let's go nuts. But if but if you're gonna do it to me, I'm Ooh. gonna do it to you. Yikes. Okay, so then that's that's a no for me. Uh, yeah. now I now I know where Zach's coming from. Jen, Jen and I Jen and I joke about it all the time. It it seems like uh after eating red onion, things like get hot and heavy and uh it should be super gross, but red onions like a aphrodisiac for you guys? I guess so. That's awesome. Sure. Those are cheap. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have to don't have to lay out money for oysters. Oysters That's are expensive, funny. man. No, yeah. oysters are oysters are slimy. Yeah, uh, also but, slimy. Yeah. yeah, or sushi Red onions, man. That's sushi That's great, too. right? I think pineapple's supposed to be up there too, but um, I don't know. I heard. Well, I remember. Well, okay. So I heard a lot of things when I was in like high school, <laughs> and I don't believe many of them. 
But like one of the things that I, I distinctly remember in high school, and it was some girl told me in high school, she was like, if you eat a lot of pineapple, it'll yeah. taste better if a girl goes down on you. And I was like, really? That's crazy. And so me as a high school person that no girl was going down on just started eating <laughs> pineapple after pineapple <laughs> because I didn't connect the fact that like, oh, it's going to be better when she does it to I still got to get someone to do it. <laughs> There you go. But at least you were prepared. But I was ready. Yes. And it is true, by the way. It is true. Is it? I heard heard the reverse. Did you? Not pineapple. No, that if girls eat pineapples. Oh, I haven't tried that. But yeah. You would think if it works one way, it's got to work the other way. It's got to work both ways. I just went grocery shopping. We're all made the same. You know what I mean? Like, it gives a whole new meaning to the song uh, with the pina colada song. Oh, right. there you go. Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> That's Absolutely. so funny. That song about cheating. <laughs> Isn't it right? It is. Yeah, totally. Zach's written lots of songs about you, right? Oh, gosh. You know what's so crazy? 99% of the songs that he's written about me are when we've had a fight. So yeah, I'm like, they right. end up being my least favorite songs of his because all I think about is what it was that he did or I did that we were in like a bad place at that moment. But yeah, he never writes like major love songs to me. If yeah. there are major love songs in his in his music, it's because he read about somebody else's epic love story or yeah. it's you know an ode to one of his children or his dogs or something right, but it's right, never to right. me um but yeah zach's zach's written quite a uh quite a few songs you know that i was the muse but not not flattering or you know he's always right. like well you know if i get it out in the song then we don't fight and i'm like well that is true so there I is a benefit to that, that. Yeah. and i have i have repeatedly tanked my life in the past because I haven't been able to write and like music was such a big important thing to me where like I have destroyed relationships and I have destroyed friendships and I've destroyed myself and all these Mm. things to get into a place where I could write because my brain was like, I can only write if I'm, if I'm tortured, you know? Gilby always says that he says, you can't write the blues in an air conditioned room. It's oh, what a great way. Yeah. What a simple. That's a great, great Gilby, Gilby yeah. quote. Yeah. He always it's, says that. Zach's, awesome. Zach is much more simplistic. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to be writing shiny, happy people anytime, any day. It's not going to happen. Right. So. Yeah. I wish I yeah. could. I wish I could because that song made a lot of money. I wish, oh, I love I that song. I, I love I REM. But, yeah, but I love REM. I get too. it. There are a lot of classic, especially 90s artists that are some of my favorite, that whole grunge period, when they started writing happy songs, when they got over their heroin addictions and their right. their misery, I wasn't such a fan of their happy stuff. So I get you. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, crazy, well, right? I, I, I said to Gilby like a long time ago, I was like, I want to be I want to be the woman that inspired Layla or you look wonderful tonight. You know, the the Eric right. Topton songs. Yeah. Um it was, I think it was about Patty Boyd. Uh, it was. Yeah. And it, instead, he wrote me a song called Shut Up. <laughs> and <laughs> I know that song, which is great. <laughs> That's so funny. That's and, 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 and black. And I'm like, right. I, I don't understand what I'm inspiring over here. Yeah, uh, I know. Okay. So funny. Do you guys listen to your husband's music? I or do. Are you, are you yeah. like, I heard it from when you started writing it to the third mix to the 25th mix 
I don't want to hear another bit. You have been listening to our podcast. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I hear it from when it's a riff to you know when it starts on the piano with coffee right. in the morning one day to the to in the garage his gym as a riff yeah. then as you know when the band lays tracks and the, and, the, and the process and the cycle now for Zach is ends up being like every two or three years that he makes uh-huh. a record so by the time it comes out I've been hearing that song and that record for so long <laughs> and um, but no I, I am a huge fan of of my husband's music what bums me out is when he wrote something on an, an older record and he doesn't put it in the set because he's yeah. like you where when yeah. he's done with it, he's done. And he's like done moved it, on yeah. to what's current. Um, as a matter of fact, we're literally just releasing a record. And I say we, because I manage him. So yeah. uh, we're releasing a record in November. Black Friday, right? Yes, it is Black yeah. Friday. You're good. And uh, that's because you're not a husband. See, if you were a husband, you would not remember all those things. But uh, <laughs> I remember um, I, you just did three videos with them. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Three videos yes. in four days. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it it's the second time we've done it. It's been, it, it actually was a great thing. We have this great video director, Justin Reek. I have to give props to him because he's incredible. But anyway, um, he's already he was in the garage this morning and i heard him playing something i'm like what is that and he's like a new song i'm writing i'm like we haven't even put the record out yet and he's writing for the next ones that's great sometimes though it is crazy to have heard it by by the time you're in you know press and promotion and you've heard it like sixty five thousand times and it's just like oh okay i'm 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 gonna go back and listen to you know I'm going to go listen to my Nirvana records or Madonna and just, you know, I'm good. So, so just like, you know, being married to creatives, um, did you find that to be difficult in like in the time of quarantine or did you kind of go, okay, this is obviously going to be like a creative renaissance for you. Right. So also as creatives yourselves. Right. How did that work? Yeah. I always embrace it. I love it when Gilby's in the studio writing or playing. Whatever. I love that I can always hear music in my house. There's always music playing in our house because our daughter's a musician too. Cool. So either there is music coming out of the studio, and even though Gilby says the studio is completely soundproofed, it's not. We can hear. <laughs> I see the nothing. same thing. Nothing's completely. As soon as there's no, drums, no, no, exactly. You could totally hear it. Our, our neighbors sometimes are like, "Hey, thanks for the free concert. That was awesome." Right. I love it when he's when he's writing and when he's getting creative and he's he is such a perfectionist that when he goes into his process, he doesn't come out of the studio. I literally have to go in there and be like, you haven't eaten, you should have dinner, or, you know, eat something because he will just stay there all day. So I love when he does that, but he's got, Gilby has other interests. You know, he's a biker, he builds bikes. So right. he's in the, he was in the garage a lot working on his motorcycles or he's, uh, um, riding or he's in the studio. So there, you know, there's a good balance there. And I, I love that he has these, you know, dual interests and, you know, our daughter's creative. And I think that that kept us really entertained during quarantine too. They, sure. you know, I go into this, every time they were like rehearsing or um, writing or doing anything, I would just go in the studio and sit there and just watch them. I get such a kick out of watching them because I'm not musical at all. So I'm in such awe of, their process and what they can do and their commitment and their like their courage to kind of put themselves out there and do that. Like I could never. So um, I, I find the whole process so 
during quarantine, my girlfriend decided to learn how to play uh, the ukulele. Yep. <laughs> and and she learned how to play the ukulele by learning and and uh, remaking entire Misfits albums on ukulele. That's oh, cool. wow. That's really so cool. So I would I'd be at home and she'd be like <laughs> figuring out Misfits songs on ukulele. That's and she'd be funny. like, Hey, can you can you tell me if this sounds good? And I'm like, Yes please play this for me. That's and I was like, cool. you need to record this and put this out. You need to make this a thing. Yeah, The creative process is definitely a turn on, but um, I had a completely different experience. Was, in yeah, COVID. I was going to say, what was I couldn't wait to, I couldn't wait to escape to Daniela's to see the creative <laughs> process going on at her house and get out of my house. Um, I, I, you know, Zach loved being home way too much. Yeah. He was really into it. He's like, oh, so if the tour doesn't happen till 2022 or 2023, I'm like, fuck no, you are going out on the road. I'm booking the tour. We'll double mask. We'll, we'll put shots in everyone's ass as they're walking in the door. You are getting out of the house. I that's need to great. get out of the house. And homeschooling, that's a whole nother thing. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it was awful. brutal. Brutal. Awful, awful. I have no yeah. reference, so you guys. Oh, I yeah, and and this new like Common Core bullshit with math. Oh. No, thank you. What is that? I studied math in college. I actually had the aptitude for it. That Common Core stuff. I'm just like Sabbath. You're on your own, dude. Call your brother or your yeah. sister or something because yeah. it's well, just also, so awful. common. Is the wrong word to use for that because it's completely not. It's completely see, what, not. See, I've seen a no. few things. What I hate is, uh, so my son's a good kid. Like, he's he's very good. He's very attentive, all that stuff. But you put him on a Zoom call with 30 kids and right. a teacher who doesn't have their shit together, obviously, because right. they're trying to control 30 well, yeah, kids they got 30 on a kids Zoom on call. A Zoom and they haven't been trained for that. And, yeah. and, and, like, every day it was a different way to do math. And it was like, you didn't even master the first way. <laughs> I'm glad I'm out of that phase of my life. I don't oh. deal with oh. that at all. Yeah, be super yeah. glad about that. Yeah, I need some me time. I'm like, Daniela, don't we have to tape? We were doing him every other week. And I'm like, let's go back to once a week. It gives me an excuse right. to come yeah. over to your house. Right. That's been like, honestly, this podcast has been like our saving grace because it's given us totally. our time together. And it, we just, we have so much fun doing it. And it really just started because Barb and I, we're always texting each other about, you know, because we have so much in common. We're both married to guitar players. We both have kids. We both um, are in business and we're both the same age. So we're both going through the same shit too. Right. So yeah. we yeah. were texting each other back and forth all the time. And I was like, one day I was looking at our text and I called Barb. I go, Barb, take a look at our text messages. Have you ever taken an actual look at what we text each other? And it's all about like how to stay young. It's all beauty products, it's all crap. And I was like, maybe we should do a podcast and share everything that we're going through at our age and with everything that we, we do. Yeah. Maybe there's other people out there that can relate or that would like to kind of be in on this conversation. And it just turned into this thing and it's just so much fun and we look forward to it every week. We can't wait to see each other and we can't wait yeah. to just like hang out and, you know, shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, so, do you guys live near each other at all? Not at or? all. No. <laughs> For your show, you guys had guests like throughout the whole thing, but yeah, do you find during COVID, do you find it easier to book people? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it's kind of... It, a lot of it has been organic for us. You know, like we don't really reach out to people that we don't know. Okay. We usually just, 
call in our friends. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. usually awesome. call in our friends and, um, you know, we get the occasional people that hit us up that ask if they could be guests on our yeah. show, which we welcome. Yeah. It ha- it's been very organic and kind of, you know, just our friends group. Cause we try and kind of stay in our lane. We usually have um, guests on that are somehow involved in music, married to music, uh, dating right. music. I don't know, musicians themselves or, Estheticians, uh, plastic surgeons. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People that can make us look better. Music and beautiful. Right. Yeah. So we kind of stay in kind of that lane. Um, and so it just kind of has been, you know, really nice because we have this huge plethora of friends that are really interesting, that uh, have a lot to say and a lot to share. So um, we kind of, yeah, it just kind of happens. It flows. It's nice. So we've been we have- lucky, though. We, we oh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we've been no, lucky, no. though, that um, people, our listeners really gravitate to just Danielle and I, too. So yeah. we feel the pressure. So it's like if, if, if it works out that we have a guest, we're all about it and we're excited. But if it's just she and I, we have it's just as great a time. And, yeah, you know, totally. it's it's it works yeah. out really well. That's yeah. awesome. We, we we're lucky to have kind of the same. We have this core group of um of a lot of like really supportive fans that happen to like both of our bands and both of our music there's a lot of there's a lot of crossover there because we're from the same area so you know like when we play shows together twice as many people are there because they're that's great they're into what we're both doing so the fact that we got together and started doing a podcast it immediately we were lucky enough to immediately get a bunch of people that were like, Oh, I want to hear what this is about. Yeah. You know, that's like cool. I want to, I want to kind of be on that. You know, even newer podcasters where they're just kind of like, Hey, how'd you get this person on your show? And it's like, yeah, I asked, I asked them, <laughs> I asked them if they would come though, on. Right. I mean, what's the worst that could happen is they say no right. or they don't worst. respond to you. Yeah. I've right. never been afraid. I mean, I guess that's my manager hat. But I've never been afraid to to slide into someone's DMs or yeah. or to to you know to send an email to someone or or I hate talking on the phone so very rarely you'll get right, me on yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah. But um, I you know I have no issues with saying hey you know we're doing this thing and we'd love to have you on and if you have time awesome. But I've no I'm not I'm not one to be shy about that sort of thing. So right. when did you start managing? Like what, what, like, well, not, I, not just, not just Zach, but in general, when did, when did that become like a thing for you where you were like, Hey, I'm going to, I like the management aspect of this. Well, it's funny because, you know, throughout Zach's career, we've been together since we're kids right? and I was always in the, on the business end of it. Um, when I first moved to California from New Jersey, Sharon Osborne gave me a list of, record labels there were record labels then and managers and agencies and agents to contact about getting a gig because you know she recognized that i was smart and um i've always you know i've always been one degree of separation from someone really creative and they don't always have the aptitude. Like I said, I majored in math in college. So I kind of have that aptitude where I think that it's been a good collaboration and I could always lend something to them because 
you know, in my experience, creative types seem to have a brain that works completely different from my academic analytical brain. So I've always kind of like been a, you know, backseat manager, um, even when Zach's had managers. When I worked at A&M Records, I worked there. That was my first big music job. And I worked there for a couple of years. I worked for the CFO and he helped me acquire Zach's man, a lawyer, which was you know, the biggest lawyer in the entire entertainment industry, Don Passman, he actually even wrote the book, how, you know, I have his book. Yes. Everything you need to know about the music industry. So he, you know, wrote the book on the music industry. You know, I've always been involved, but I never wanted to be Zach's manager because I was afraid that if things went south or things weren't happening, artists tend to love to blame their managers for everything. Right, right, and right. I did not want to be, I was more interested in being his lover than the person that he blames for everything. Then I started to realize <laughs> he blames me for everything anyway. I was say, it's the same. So I may as well, I may as well make a commission and, uh, you know. I may as well get 20% of that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually don't, don't let anyone take 20% of anything, not even your wife manager or I, wife I, or whatever but uh no i thought you probably 10% a ceiling in in (laughs) in my opinion but uh anyway so i think that you know it just kind of naturally evolved and we're really happy with the situation i do have someone i don't know if you guys know of blasco or of blasco um rob nicholson he played in he's a bassist plays with rob i played with rob zombie he's ozzy's touring bassist he's an incredible musician but he's really amazing at marketing and the whole business. And he's one of those rare humans that's good at both. You know, he's got the business acumen and he's really creative uh, artist as well. But he manages Zach with me for all of the, you know, marketing and the social media. And he's way, I mean, the industry moment, moment by moment changes. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely new that it was important to find someone that was good at all those things that I can't really bring to the table. So we have a really good business relationship and we do it together. That's awesome. Like yeah. we, we have a lot of musicians and a lot of like our, our friends, I mean, our friends are all musicians. We have, we have a million friends that are in bands and all that kind of stuff. And they, and they listen to the show and then other musicians listen to the show. So it's, it's good to, to hear that kind of stuff. Cause I know even from like my personal perspective of like, I've managed my band and then my band had management and then I went back to managing my band, (laughs) And you know, and, and it's like, it's so important to be able to find somebody that does have that kind of a thought process can be analytical with it. Is there any advice that you would give to bands that are not like first record bands, but bands that have been doing this for, seven years, eight years that are on like their third self-released record, fourth self-released record that are self-managing about trying to like find management or anything. Is it like, I know that's a weird question, but like, is there, no, no, you know, I, I totally get that question. And I've actually had this conversation with Danielle and Gilby's daughter, Frankie, many times. I think it's important to find someone to manage you. If you are a musician that needs managing right so but it's more important in in our current industry i think to have an agent because you really need to do shows i mean let let, forget about covid for a second because that's a whole that brought something else into the situation but (laughs) you know the the way you're going to get i mean 
one thing that's so amazing about social media is that your reach is worldwide. Whereas in the past, that was not, you know, for, for Gilby and for Zach, that wasn't an, you know, they had to, they had right. to hit the they ground or they had to yeah. get, they had to get signed, you know, in right. order to get exposure outside of our small little world. Right. But fortunately, the one, one, one of the amazing things about the internet and social media and stuff is that you can get worldwide out there worldwide and not have to spend a dime and other people can gravitate towards you for whatever reason. And you could get into some, you know, VIPs, DMS, keep hitting it. You know, like there, there might be a day that someone is bored as hell and going through their DMS and goes, Oh, wow. Yeah. Let me see this. And then, I mean, I've had quite a few relationships happen that way in the industry, people that I would have thought that I would have never even had reach because I'm managing Zach and, you know, but, but Zach isn't, you know, Lady Gaga or, you know, Billie Eilish. So you can be at it for however long and you still need that reach. You know, I would say that, you know, so important to tour because that brings a whole nother element to it. And for Zach in particular, his biggest sale or, or the, the biggest, way he's been able to survive in the music industry is by merch. He's mm-hmm. sold more merch than, you know, most rock bands for sure. And right. he's right up there with a lot of, you know, pop artists with, with yeah. merch sales. So that's well, kept BLS, us afloat. BLS is like, BLS stuff is yeah. everywhere. It's like, I, yeah. it's, it's kind of iconic at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it really. And I have to give that up to Zach because Zach is always been in that thought process is all about, being a brand he's mm-hmm. all before it was the term and before it was a thing he always thought that way because he is such a nostalgia buff which we you know he will buy anything jaws anything you know uh wizard of oz he will buy any right. all the toys evil knievel so he always looked at it that way you know that's why he is a fake biker band because he always looked at the three-piece patch set and said this you're buying into something it's yeah. it's a concrete thing. That's what I want my band to be. I want my band to be a society. You know, I want my band to be my people that have a place, you know, like a gang or or you know, whatever. Totally. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's and it's, you know, you have to think globally to be mm-hmm. global. Yeah. Do you think it's more important if you're gonna work with somebody to work with somebody that's like a booking agent that's gonna get you shows or yep. a social media person? that's going to push you on social media. That's interesting because it would depend on your personality, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a personality, like again, Daniela's daughter, Frankie, Frankie is an artist in every way, shape or form, right? So watching her in her Instagram or her TikTok videos, she's so interesting. People gravitate towards her, the visual, she has something to say, but if you're someone like, God rest his soul, but you know, the great Chris Cornell, he always talked about, he was not a good interview. He was not someone that was comfortable in that context, the music, the talking for him. So I I think it depends on who, you know, your personality. My husband lives for his Instagram videos. He lives for reaching and talking to people. He's a social butterfly. He's an extrovert. He's, you know, so I think it all depends on who you are as an artist and what you want to say with your art. But booking agent, I think is, you know, not to discredit myself or Blasco or anyone who's a a personal manager, but in music, you need a booking agent. 
I feel really strongly about that because you can't book your own shows all the time and you don't have the reach and the relationships to, you know, especially when you're, you know, it's expensive to tour. So you need that person to go out there and, and, and sell you and your band and get you on the road. And, you know, tour support isn't really a thing anymore, but kind of it is. I mean, like your podcast could be your tour support. So if, if it's done properly and you start to see, you know, money for, for, you know, for it, I think that's a, it's an interesting question, but it really just depends on the artist. So, so we actually do, we have a sponsor called Poddex. Yes. Um, cool. And what they do is when they don't have, as we say, verbal diarrhea. Verbal diarrhea. Uh, and, and where we can just like carry on uh, in conversation. Not everyone can do that. Are you guys aware of that? Like not everyone can do what you guys do and what we do. And not everyone can just sit here and go like, hey, let's chat for an hour. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Lucky it's, for their husbands. and no yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so what these guys do is they have decks for different aspiring podcasters yeah Um, so they have uh like an interview deck interview two and all all sorts of stuff and it's like an icebreaker that's great yeah podcast uh topic ideas icebreakers interview ideas interview questions stuff like that so if anybody out there yeah we need to do that yeah (laughs) so anybody out there is interested uh if you go to poddecks.com you can buy any of these decks and um oh that's so cool promo code bacon too if you use the promo code bacon you get 10 percent off your entire order okay so that's what we'll be doing as soon as we get off of this call what we we would like to do is we we would like to have you guys choose a deck and we will ask you a question from that deck okay cool (laughs) choose daniela all right daniela's gonna choose so, let her so know there's the either options. the episode deck. Don't choose the episode deck. Um, <laughs> interview deck. Interview deck two. What the heck? And would you rather? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, would you rather? <laughs> very that popular one. Favorite. Very popular one. Now, pod decks is for everyone. So these <laughs> questions do not delve into our territory. They're more GPG, okay. GPG 13. Um, and we could be anywhere in that realm. While we do this, Mike is going to shuffle because though I lived in Vegas for a year, I cannot shuffle cards. Oh, that's I can, funny. I can pour and serve drinks all night long because I was a bartender. I was not shuffling cards. Jim is going to scroll his finger. I'm going to scroll my finger. You tell me. You tell me. Stop, and we will ask you a random question from when you say stop. Stop. Stop right here. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a would you rather. Uh, who's going to answer first? Daniela. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I'll answer first. All right. All right. Barbara Ann's going to answer first. Daniela's going to answer second. Would you rather your voice sound like Elmo or Kermit the Frog? Um, Elmo, because my kids loved Elmo and then they would listen to me. They wouldn't tune me out. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) We had an Elmo. We had an Elmo uh, obsession with a couple of my sons. So yeah, Elmo's awesome. But but that would be your voice sounding like Elmo literally three all the time, twenty four seven. But Kermit's so sad. I wouldn't want to have that. Woe is me, El. You know that 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 Kermit does have Eeyore. That Eeyore down depressed. Why That's am I true. green like sadness in, thing going in on? In music terms, I would say Elmo's major and Kermit's minor. 
Yeah. You know, what's really funny. What's really funny, though, is that I have more of a, a lower, you know, deeper voice for a, a, a girl. It's funny because when I was a kid and I went and joined chorus with the I was the only girl that was alto and all the all the boys and girls. Nice. Yeah, I was the only one who all guys, which, hey, was fine with me. I was all about being hey. the only girl <laughs> with all the guys. But even even when I was like six. But um, I, um, I've i always had more of a deep voice. So be, having an Elmo voice would be a very interesting thing for me. It would be a whole new uh, whole new world. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with having that, that smoky sexy going on. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh, Daniela, how about you? Would you rather go 24-7, 365 Kermit the Frog or Elmo? Um, I think probably Kermit. Just because I think he's really cute. I he don't is know. cute. <laughs> I like. I, I I was kind of going with the Kermit too because it was. He's very approachable. Yeah, he's he cute. Very he's not. He's not like <laughs> intense. Like Elmo is kind of like. <laughs> like, okay, well, guy. Elmo. Elmo always seemed to me like a child, and Kermit seemed like a dude that's got shit going on. Like he's got a show. He's got a girl. He's he's yeah. He's, he's got his shit together. Yeah. I really like, like Miss Piggy. I like oh, Miss Piggy's awesome. Miss Piggy's high voice. Oh, totally awesome. <laughs> yeah, we we get my daughter. We got actually get my daughter to do the hiya. Oh, It took a little while. It took a little while to get them into the Muppets, but man, yeah, kids, kids, kids are, are just like the they're not though. about the Muppets. They're just yeah, like it takes so a while. Hard. You have to try and get them to go old school a little bit. You know what's funny is when Frankie was, uh, when she was born, we decked out her nursery. Gilby and I uh, painted all over her walls the Muppets, but we put them in a band. So all the the Muppets were on her walls playing different instruments. So it was cute. They got a band. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Teeth, man. Dr. Teeth is the man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot about that. And that drummer, the drummer was was hysterical. Animal. Animal. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I I always, I always liked how between playing animal was much like most of the drummers that I have. And they're just hyperventilating between songs. Totally. (laughs) 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 You have to hope you have a drummer like that, right? They're great. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Put it all in. It'd be, it'd be more fun if the drummers just wouldn't talk <laughs> in general. I, That's why I'm, 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 with, I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I'm with you. <laughs> I, just I, saying. I, I, I have to admit. I've never had a same. drummer that didn't. I've never had a drummer that didn't talk a lot. Yeah. That's never Me neither. I wish they I've did. never had that. Yeah. They're always hyper. Always so much energy. A lot of energy in drummers. Yeah. Super yeah. opinionated. Yeah. Definitely. I will tell you a little um, naughty thing that Ozzy always says about drummers. Ozzy always says about drummers and bassists are for hiring and firing. And that's (laughs) from Mr. Osborne himself. Well, then, you know, Uh, then, you know, it's like, yeah, I'll never argue anything that Ozzy says. Absolutely. (laughs) Me either, actually. He's actually so wise. I mean, he has told me some things in my life that are just amazing and I love him dearly. He's what the greatest. Was, what was your first experience? Oh my gosh! I don't know if we have enough time for this story. Um, so I got to pee real quick. 
Oh, oh, hold gotta, on. Hold that I gotta thought. be unprofessional. Hold okay. that thought because Mike's gotta be unprofessional piece. So we're that's hysterical. We're don't you have like a right like now. my husband when he drank, don't you have like an empty water bottle or something? Zach was always known for like an empty cup or a water bottle or actually a very yeah. funny story, real quick about uh, Metallica. Yeah. He used to all when Zach was drinking, it was like he wasn't gonna stop for anything, not even having to use the the little right, boys' right. room. And so he would take the red cups off of a bar and pee in them that were empty. And so he was out at a bar with Lars Ulrich from Metallica and Zach was like peeing in cups and Lars was taking the cups thinking that they were beer. Oh, no. I don't know why. Cause they had to have been warm no. and oh. handing them off to other like people in the bar, <laughs> like as if it was like a La- a Lars and Zach yeah. show and they got thrown out of the bar and Lars had no idea that he was doing it. And Zach was like, you're not that's... giving those to people. Are you? I'm it's, you know, I'm using them to piss oh him, but it was that's just so funny. It's a very funny story. I, yeah, yeah. Like we, we always had a rule when we were on tour where like, you don't, you don't pull over until you need gas. Right. That's, that's, that's the rule. You don't pull over to pee. You pull no. over when you need to fill up. Yeah. So everybody's got to hold it until then. Well, I did not have a band that was very good at holding it. So <laughs> my my drummer and my bass player both would just be filling up like Gatorade bottles uh-huh. <laughs> and water bottles. Yeah. Everything. And so every time we'd pull into a gas station, there'd be like four bottles thrown out. <laughs> that were just like, oh, my God, I hope this is like hazardous. It's hysterical. <laughs> See, Zach was probably smart and has a bathroom in his studio i don't I'm, he does I don't have a bathroom in his studio but she just, he she just told the story about how he did not want to uh stop anything so he would go just to the bathroom cups. oh see i've done that before on an episode yeah just oh, yeah. not just not here currently he made everybody well you're stop. being respectful so that's very nice there's ladies in the room <laughs> that's very nice that's very nice. we appreciate yeah. it he's a respectful <laughs> dude he is yeah we have a bathroom here in gilby Studios, so we're all set here <laughs> yep <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Hi, guys. So um, you asked me, and I'll, I'll try and make this ent- interesting and quick in a bridge yes. version of the first time I ever met Ozzy. So Zach got the audition and got the gig with Ozzy when he was 19 in 87. Right. And um, they Great first... Bangs, by the way. Great bangs. Uh, he hated having bangs. He hated a perm. That's a whole nother podcast episode. He still has, he still has uh, nightmares about that. But anyway, so, um, and actually his hair back then, I did his hair. I still do his hair, did but you? I okay. did it back then. Yeah. We had like twinning hair. It was the eighties. I mean, fortunately it was wow. the very end of the eighties and that was a very short lived period for Zach. But, um, so when he got the gig with Ozzy, they first had him go over to Europe to see if he could write. And then he did his first show in a prison with Ozzy uh, to see if he could play and not, you know, you know, not lose his mind and be, have stage fright. And so when they finally figured out that Zach was the dude and they were ready to release it to the public, Sharon had organized a um, press conference at the Hard Rock Cafe and uh, in, in New York city. And so they did this big press conference and, Later that night, um, Zach went out with a bunch of the people that he had, um, who Mark Weiss, a photographer, had gotten him the audition for Ozzy. So he had gone out with a bunch of his friends. And I was in the hotel room. We were staying at the Parker Meridian, which was like the rock hotel back in the day. And 
Ozzy called our room and he said, um, uh, may I speak to Zach? And I said, well, Zach's not here right now. And he's like, it's Ozzy. I'm like, yeah, hi, Ozzy. How are you? And he's like, can I come, can I come up to your room and, and talk to you? And I was like, yeah, sure. It was like, you know, one in the morning and <laughs> Ozzy's, okay? you know, yeah. Ozzy's Zach's Ozzie. new boss. I had met him for a minute and I basically I had told him he was full of shit because when he we knocked on the door, he made the door open and he hid behind and he's like, you can come in now. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I was all of 17 and I was so unimpressed. And he goes, you you think this is all bullshit, don't you? And I go, eh, you're just all normal people. And he goes, I go, well, maybe you're not normal, but you're just a person. Like, I'm not, you know, he goes, Zach, you got to hold on to this one. She's a diamond. She doesn't, she's not affected at all. She couldn't give two shits. And I'm like, I really don't care about who you are or what you do or whatever. I just, you know, if you're cool, you're cool. So um, later that night, he calls the room and asks if he could come up and talk to me. And funny story, which now you would think Zach would be offended by something like this, that he would never care. But Ozzy had called Zach a dickhead at the at the um at the uh press conference something zach must have been saying something or uh, ozzy said you know shut up you dickhead you know like we're doing this thing and ozzy was also you know partaking in in beverages right. in those days right. um and uh and and zach was so mortified and so upset that ozzy called him a dickhead he went out with his friends and he didn't want to talk to ozzy so he was like just pissed and really hurt and um so Ozzy said, can I come up to the room? I want to talk to you. And I was like, okay. So I got dressed really quick. I answered the door and Ozzy comes to the room and, and, and we're sitting in the suite in the park Meridian and, you know, 17 year old me with Ozzy. And he goes, do you drink? And I go, well, not really. Like I'm not even old enough, like whatever. And he goes, call room service and get us a bottle of champagne. And I was like, okay. And he goes, and, and not the cheap shit either. Get, get Cristal. So I was like, I have no idea what Cristal is. I've never tasted <laughs> champagne in my life. I'm in a, in a hotel that it's, it's more expensive to answer the door than right. I have in my wallet, you know? So um, I called down to room service. They bring up a bottle of Cristal. Ozzy and I are alone in the suite watching television, talking, and he's like, I, I think I offended Zach. I think I upset Zach because I, I I called him. I go, Yeah, I know. You called him a dickhead. He wasn't too thrilled. And and Ozzy's like, Do you think do you think he's gonna talk to me? And I said, Yeah, he'll get over it. Give him a minute or whatever. So then Ozzy and I were talking about all different kinds of things, and he takes my hand and he goes, let me read your hand. I, I, I'm a palm reader. And I was like, oh, brother, here we go. Like this guy, you know, like you, you, you've read when too many stories about yourself, right, Ozzy. Right, like, you right. know, I, I'm not buying this bullshit. So he takes my hand and he goes, wow. He goes, you're going to live a long time. And 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 I, your lifelong is you have a long lifeline. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Oz, or whatever. And then the champagne comes up and we start drinking champagne and I've never had, I mean, I think I was maybe 105 pounds then, and we're sitting there and I am wasted beyond belief. Zach walks in the hotel room and he sees me sitting with Ozzy. We're drinking champagne. We're laughing. We're having a great time. And Zach was like, what in the fuck is going on here? And Ozzy goes, you know, uh, is it okay if I sleep in your room? 
And so Zach was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess you get, and he's like, I'm sorry. I called you a dickhead, Zach. And Zach was like, it's all right, dude. But like, you don't have to talk to me like that. And so like, this is like my very first experience with Ozzy. And it was just so funny because he was all trying to like pull this whole thing on me. Like, like he was this like, you know, bat eating, like, you know, dark black Sabbath Messiah. And I was just like, you're just a dude. And uh, we, we fell madly in love with each other from the very first time we met. And so Ozzy spent the night with us the, for my very first night meeting him. And uh, yeah. we, we woke up in the morning. He was gone. And Sharon was calling the room. She's like, did you see Ozzy last night? And I was like, actually, yeah. He, she's like, oh, my God. Did he get you drunk? Did he buy you? He is in so much trouble when I talk to him. It's just funny. So my first my first bottle of champagne crystal, mind you, was with Ozzy. And that was my That's first very, very first night meeting him. That's a that's an okay story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Before we like wrap this up, honestly, I think there's one question that I have yeah. for you guys that he busts my balls on constantly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shorts on stage. Is that okay? Oh no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it depends on if you ask if you ask my husband, oh no. I mean if it's so if you're funny. You're in ACDC. <laughs> or anthrax. I mean, yeah. in in you know when anthrax opened up for Ozzy. Are you an uh, ACDC anthrax? I'm not. So then okay, so wait, 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 wait though, because I love the '90s band, and there was nothing better than seeing Chris Cornell in a pair of shorts that were falling down, and you could see the lake, like the two lines on his groin area. I mean, well, I don't have that. I, uh, I, this is a I different thing. That, I can't imagine thing. Zach wearing shorts on stage, but he wears a skirt. So, you know, well, I don't know. Okay, Mike's, right, well. Mike's five foot three. No, dick. <laughs> it's five foot zero. <laughs> so, I so, feel so you. Short, no, it's like five seven. Right. Five, but, seven. So shorts are capris. So you're on stage. <laughs> shorts are capri. You're on stage and you're like, fat. hey, Check out Cavzilla. <laughs> Cav. Oh, Zach would be all about the calf development. I, I, you know what? Oh, I, I don't have a go. problem. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, Dimebag, who's near and dear to our heart, never got on stage with anything but shorts. So right. I don't know. You don't look like as long that. as they're not short shorts. As long I, as you're I, not no. like '70s basketball player well, that's, shorts. That's that's right. ACDC is short shorts. So so, mm. so here's or Lemmy. I mean, you Lemmy. can't get more metal than Lemmy. You can't get right. and he, I mean, he was known for those ridiculous shorts. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. yeah, so yeah. Suck they it, would look Jimmy. great on suck Daniela, it. but Lemmy had no business wearing them. So, so, so let me, let me, let me defend my stance before we, before we <laughs> say that you're right. Uh, I say, if you're in a band and you're performing, <laughs> you shouldn't look like you came up out of the crowd and played a show. I think you should put a little bit more in superhero it. outfit on. Definitely. Yeah. I got <laughs> I think, it. I think that there's people come to see a show. They don't come to listen to it. And so there's something to presentation and there's something to like, maybe I shouldn't look like I'm wearing what I, what I wear to watch Netflix on my couch. Maybe I shouldn't be in my Spider-Man t-shirt and calf shorts. Maybe I should put a little bit more into it because I'm asking people to pay for a ticket to see me play. And so let me. Somehow I feel like we're a fly on the wall on your therapy session. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the need to defend Mike. I think. Which is fine. If they're, is fine. If they're, if they're camo or they're black. Oh. If they, you know, if they've got a chain wallet going on, if you, I mean, 
I, I, you know, accessorize. Yeah, if you, you know, if you have the facial hair, you know, you I don't know. You know, I, I don't think you're gonna look, you know, walk around looking like my, you know, my kids. Uh, baseball coach or something so as long as you don't look like that on stage thank you barbara okay. and, and my new favorite right. person in the world <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have this all the time because my my bands have always been a little bit more of like the okay let's pay attention to the aesthetic presentation I, and and i'm kind of like that that weirdo that's that like mind. okay i don't want to see anything no blue jeans i want black jeans on stage i want this i want that no shorts yeah. Yeah. You know, like we need to look like a band. We need to look right. like we belong together. Sound like Zach. Right. Yeah. You know what? Zach hey, takes the well tour. Himself. Well, he's he takes the right. tour shirts. He'll take the tour shirts from each tour and have the set of them put in the guy's bunks. And that's their uniform for the tour. If he yeah. sees another band t-shirt on that's any awesome. of the band or crew during a tour, he will have the biggest meltdown. So um, I get that. I, See, I, I get why, it. I get it. This is why a hundred years ago, Zach and I got along for five seconds at a bar. Yeah, but do you remember the way he, I mean, you're talking about, you're talking yeah. to wives of like Gilby, All Zach always talks about like Gilby always looks like a rock star. Right. Gilby does. 100%. always does. He's, yeah. you know, he's, he's got totally got it going. He's got the Vests, the hair, the tie, the t-shirt. I mean, he's, you know, he always looks like a rock star. He looks special. He does not look like your dude that's- He also has a rule too. He he also, like Zach, he has uniform for his band guys have to wear black jeans, black t-shirts. Yeah, true. Yeah. See? But your uniform, Mike- I wear wear black jeans at work all day. Mike, just say you have the Pantera uniform on, and who is gonna bust your chops trying to beat a dime bag? No I one will. cooler. No I one will. cooler. Well, yeah, no one's cooler than that. <laughs> Sorry, he'll still bust my chops, but yeah, you know what? It's a new thing. Dime was special. <laughs> he looked like a rock star dime in his shorts. Special. Didn't matter. You know what? Calves out. If sun's you, out. If you, yeah. if you <laughs> just please don't wear socks with like sandals or something. No, no Jerusalem cruisers is what Zach calls them. None. No sandals. <laughs> no Crocs. Absolutely. No Crocs and socks, baby. Crocs. Yeah. No. 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 Never. No, I don't do no. that. That is right. a no. So I think we need to tell everybody, like, because you're this is your episode. This yeah. is our episode. Yeah. So you, you guys go first. Yeah. Where can they find? Where you? can they find you? Uh, we are Honest AF Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and HonestAFShow.com is our website. Yep. And so when do you guys have- drop episodes? Yeah. We uh, we have an episode out every Wednesday. Yep. Awesome. Wednesday morning. Awesome. Yeah. We are Bacon is my podcast. We have episodes out every single Monday. We have uh, what's your Bacon and Seven Questions that are out every uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Unless it's a bonus Strangerhood episode. TV.com if you want to watch the visual episodes of it. If you want to hear the podcast, we're on all podcast networks. If you're on Apple, please give us that five-star review. Both of us. Yeah, or don't review yeah. if you have nothing nice to say. Keep it to yourself. That's, yeah. that's true. That's true. If you have nothing <laughs> nice to say, shut your face. Unless it's five stars, we don't want your review. Don't If you have nothing nice to say, <laughs> call me. <laughs> Call, call Daniela. Yep, call Daniela at 555-GO-F-Yourself. Yep. 
Yes. But thank you guys so much for Thanks, doing guys. This was fun. that everybody didn't know they needed. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you guys. It so was great. Sure. We yeah. should do this. We should definitely do this again just so we can hang out again. I think it'll be fun. Be <laughs> awesome. Thank you okay. for having us, guys. It was cool. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, we got a guest appearance, too. Who knows? Yeah. yeah right. Us, too. Fantastic. Awesome. Two, yeah. Double guests. <laughs> Double no. guests. I met Gilby, but. Well, oh, yeah, yeah that's oh, right. We met, we met you guys because you guys yeah. were our guest appearance. Yeah, who cares? Thank you. Gilby was also our guest appearance. And yeah. He was all like, he was all like, you coming? He's cool oh, you're with stuff. these assholes? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. He's like, you're doing this shit? Okay, goodbye. He's our, yeah. he's he's our, our second. second. He's our second one. We had, we had Caleb Shomo's ass on our, uh, yeah. on our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> one of our last episodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. So, um, he, he had no, he was like, From yeah, cool. Caleb Shomo. Yeah, I'm just gonna put the light in the right spot. Here's the, the mic's working. Cool. See you later. Yep. He fixed his <laughs> wife's he fixed his wife's lighting and then walked out. And we were like, cool, man, we like your stuff. <laughs> you'll never hear Zach, you'll never see Zach do that. He can't change a light bulb. Has no skills other than playing guitar. Well, you know, if you excel at one thing, you gotta do it something. Else. <laughs> Thank God he could pay the guy to change the light bulb. And actually, it's always me. I'm tool time girl around here. So you're the guy. You're the guy he pays to pay to change the. Light I'm in the shorts, changing the light bulbs. Hardly. <laughs> thank you so much. This was honestly like super, super cool. cool. Super. Thanks, awesome. guys. It was so really fun. fun. So much thank fun you. hanging out with you Thanks guys. for thank having you us. So thank you for yes, having nice. us. Yes. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you Bye. next time. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here, so we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too. <laughs> <laughs>